Do you ever look at someone and wonder what is going on inside their head? Hey, 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 this is Hannah, and today I'm here to talk about the effects of age in which a child with severe epilepsy undergoes surgery has on their developmental quotient. To do this, we will be taking a look at the research study Developmental Outcome After Epilepsy Surgery in Infancy, done by Tobias Laudenkemper, Catherine D. Holland, Lisa D. Stanford, Prakash Kodigal, William Bingman, and Elaine Wiley, and published by Pediatrics in 2007. So, why would you want to know this information? For all of you neuro-nerds out there, maybe you just find the human brain as interesting as I do. Maybe you want to expand your knowledge. Maybe you know someone with epilepsy. Or maybe you've just hit that point in quarantine boredom and have nothing better to do. To make this enjoyable and fun for everyone, I will try to keep things as simple as possible, while still giving you all a deeper understanding of what you came here to learn. What is epilepsy, you may ask? Well, it's a neurological disorder in which neurons misfire, resulting in recurrent seizures, ranging anywhere from petite mal seizures, which is hardly known about within the general public due to few visible symptoms, all the way to grand mal, which is what most people think of when they hear the word seizure. For reference, the average normal brain fires about 80 times a second. During a seizure, however, neurons can fire up to 500 times a second due to increased action potentials, commonly caused by excess glutamate, which is an excitatory neurotransmitter that results in increased firing of neurons, or lack of GABA, an inhibitory neurotransmitter that helps slow down the firing of neurons. The most common treatments for seizures are pharmaceutical drugs, special diets, and device implants. However, those treatment plants do not always work for everyone, so surgeries are the next resort. There is a wide variety of epilepsy surgeries. However, we will be focusing on hemispherectomies and focal resections, as those are the two surgeries done in the study we'll be looking at. A hemispherectomy is a surgery in which a whole cerebral hemisphere, or half the brain, is removed, disconnected, or disabled. A focal resection, on the other hand, is a surgery in which a small area of the brain tissue is removed. This, however, is only used when the location of a patient's seizures is known. Without further ado, let's get into the research study I know you all have been waiting for. The purpose of this study was to determine whether the age in which a child has epilepsy surgery has an effect on their development, as well as to test the claim that age does have an effect on child development quotient. In this particular study, a somatic intervention research design in which a within-participant experiment was conducted was used to determine whether the age in which a child has surgery to reduce or remove the occurrence of seizures 
has an effect on their developmental quotient. To do this, 24 infants under the age of 3 were identified among 251 consecutive pediatric patients, 18 and under, undergoing epilepsy research at the research clinic. 14 of these surgeries were hemispherectomies, while the other 10 were focal resections. Each infant was assessed by the use of a video electroencephalogram monitoring, MRI, and cognitive and developmental assessments in both pre-surgery and post-surgery. Seizures were classified according to the semiological seizure classification, which is a fancy way of basically just listing certain criteria that patients must have in order to classify whether or not it is really a seizure. The dependent variables in the study were the classification or what counts as a seizure according to the semiological seizure classification, the procedure for calculating the developmental quotient, which is measured as the ratio of mental age divided by the subject's biological age, then multiplied by 100. How seizures were assessed, EEGs, MRIs, and cognitive and developmental assessments, and finally, the seizure outcome scale known as the Engel scale, which is basically a four-category seizure outcome assessment in which patients are either seizure-free, have over a 90% seizure reduction, over a 50% seizure reduction, or have no change in seizure frequency. The independent variable used in the study was age. In this study, a hypothetical construct of the developmental quotient was used as the control to compare the pre-surgical and post-surgical development as there was a lack of appropriate control group. The results of this study were that age of surgery does in fact have an effect on the developmental quotient as about 91% of those under 12 months saw an increase in developmental quotient post-surgery, while only 46 of those over 12 months saw an increase in developmental quotient post-surgery. A two-sample t-test yielded a p-value of 0.04, indicating that overall surgery did improve developmental quotient. However, Splitting the data between those under 12 months and those over 12 months indicated an even larger difference. For those under 12 months, the p-value was 0.007, meaning there is sufficient evidence at the 0.05 significance level, specifically to reject the null hypothesis, which stated there is no difference in the before and after surgeries. Those over 12 months, on the other hand, yielded a p-value of 0.64. Thus, the null hypothesis cannot be rejected. So, basically for all you non-math folk, there is most certainly a difference in age of surgery and developmental quotient. There is so much that can be learned from research studies, and I personally find this particular article published by Pediatrics to be quite fascinating, as well as informational. So, whether you are listening out of pure boredom to learn or whatever reason you are still listening. Hopefully you've taken something useful out of today's nerdy research TED Talk. 
and had fun taking a deeper look into the brain and all of its crazy, amazing functions. Thank you again for listening in, and see you next time on The Neuro Nerd. I'm your brain, part of the central nervous system. Your cranium's my home, and if you want to learn, then listen. I'm the boss of all the functions in your body. I weigh about three pounds, but I'm the leader of the party.